Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. See, the reason why people are afraid or they have fear is mainly because of some information they never have. Don't you remember when you are trying to tell children, oh, touch the animal. Your child has a different mindset knowing that I can't touch. But you begin to give your child an information that touch it, it will nothing will happen to you. That your child will now base on your, your words. Faith is built and your child will now touch the thing. Maybe once. Because the child now received information. You are born again. Your system is not like the world system. That is why daily graphic is not good for you. That's why radio, newsletter analysis or whatever they call it, is not, it's not good for you. What is good for you every morning is your quiet time. It's your Bible. It gives you an information that will keep you throughout the day. You don't like, but you leave the room PMP. Chronicles. Whilst you are doing this, somebody has gotten into the world and the person has gotten this. Oh, in all these things, we are more than the con- conquerors. Now, I start my day. In all these things, I see fuel price going up. In all these things, I am more than a conqueror. I hear electricity bills are going up. In all these things, I am more than a conqueror. You see, I am giving myself a mindset. The word. The word. That is where your faith lies. Can you see this? Hmm. Give your faith evidence. Give it. Don't just be. Faith is not confidence. Faith is not confidence. Confidence is kokuti. The only place where the believer has confidence are in a few places. One of them is knowing that you have eternal life. 1 John 5. Said, this is the confidence that we have in him. That when we ask anything according to his will, you see, we have confidence. What's the confidence? I have confidence because I have an information. So your confidence must come after after information, after faith has come. Can you see this? Let's read it, everybody. One go. He will hear us. 
He will hear us. He has what? He heareth. Which means that even before you asked, hearing was going on. But you see, you need confidence after faith has been built. And what is the confidence? Investing. He said, I write to you that you may know that you have eternal life. You have. These things have I written unto you. That what? Believe on the name of the Son of God. That ye may know. Not ye may assume. Not ye may assume. Not ye may feel like. Ye may know. Know. You need to know that what? That ye have eternal life. Why do I know God hears my prayer? Not because I give offering. Not because I give tithe. Not because I pray so much. Not because I fast too much. I know God heareth me. As I am here right now. He is hearing me. But I haven't spoken. The one that will hear you is listening. The one that is speaking is saying nothing. You shut your mouth, you receive nothing. In the Old Testament, for heaven to be open, was speaking about the opening of the holiest of holies. The holy place. I mean, yeah, the holiest of holies. That is when the heavens will open. The first time and the last time the heavens were open, it describes the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was being baptized, the Bible says that was when the heavens was open and the and the Holy Ghost came like a dove. The second one and the last one was when they were in the upper room and a sound came from heaven out of a mighty rushing. That was when the Holy Ghost came. The Holy Ghost is the one that is, okay, so what is going to make the heaven open? The answer to your prayer. If it's money, so it means money is coming from above. Money is not in heaven. Cars are not in heaven. All the physical things are not in heaven. They are here, right here. What they are trying to say is that heaven is giving you ability to have them. But heaven is not giving you ability. You have been given ability already. Can we get this thing straight? We have played gimmicks with these things. So people are going, so you see them coming up to the pop. You see this words I'm telling you. If you have anything to give to the Lord, these are the words you bring offering for. The heavens are open unto you now and everything you are doing is doing well. In the name of Jesus, show me in the New Testament where you find the heavens opened. When I start saying this right now, there are some of you, I bet come. Come on, come on. Because I'm touching about something you are going on in your life. Then you are coming. You have put money on the altar. Did it really change anything for you? The heavens have already been opened unto you. 
you have received everything heaven has. Everything heaven has is now resident in you. Don't you understand? In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16, 17, 18 Paul said he was praying for the church of Ephesus. Mention them in his prayers. Why? Because they never knew that everything has been deposited and given to them. So Paul had to use Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 3 to now tell them to now tell them that you are blessed already with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You have been chosen in him before the foundations of this world. You have been predestined. You have this as, you know, he began to tell them, having predestinated us unto an adoption of, of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. He began to tell them all these things. Go to verse 14. Then he said, all these things have been given to you. You see, that is why today the church doesn't appreciate the word blessing. Anytime we say you are, when you see somebody in a Range Rover right now, you think the person is blessed. But that can be blood money, cocaine money, or something else. But in your eyes, a blessed man is one that has resources. But the Bible definition of bless has nothing to do, first of all, with, with material things. I've explained the word bless to you. And I give you an, a clear example. Jacob, when he was leaving his father's house, Isaac, he didn't take animals with him. Check your Bible. Not one goat, well, not, not a cow. He didn't take diamonds with him. Please understand this and separate yourself from unbelievers. Reason why you think God has not dealt well with you because of where you live. Because of what you wear. So God has not dealt well with me. So God, do something new in my life. God, if this won't happen, then the destiny I have is not good. Change that destiny. Because you are seeing the blessings of God with materialism as men see. Jacob didn't leave his father's house with a dime. He only carried his clothes, took a staff and began to leave. But before he left, his father had blessed him. And Jacob went near unto Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, this voice, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. That's another revelation I can show you later. And he discerned him not. It's simple. You know it already. That scripture, that portion, that statement gives you a lot of examples. One of them is that Satan can be like an angel of light. He has the voice of originality. But he has taken on another form. The same is like the Antichrist. He's taking off the form of Christ. But his voice is of anti. When the Lord showed me that, I was like, amazing. There's no statement in the Bible that is waste. Every one of them has a meaning. Go back again. Show us. He went near to his father. And he felt him form. But the voice. Do you want to know the originality of a man? Not his looks. Listen to his voice. Speak. Be spiritual enough. Grow. 
That gentleman that you think is the best thing that have happened to you in your life is that murderer that will murder you after four years. That business partner you think you have is the one that will put poison in your food after five years. You never paid attention to his voice. You never paid attention to the voice. You paid attention to the Like I tell you, if, if somebody comes to park your Range Rover and the person is dressed well and comes to sit here, I'm sure most ladies who are ready to be, will start looking in that direction. Because you see a successful man. Uh-huh. No, it's not bad to look out. But listen to the voice as well. It is in the voice. You see the originality. Antichrist, that's how he's going to come. He's going to come like a savior. He'll be saying, oh, please, you know, like Christ. By his voice. When Satan comes to you, there are a lot of women who say that, you know, they, they have a prophetic gift and, and, and somebody appeared to him. Ask all those ladies. They will tell you, I never saw his head. I saw a huge man in white. And he told me from today, cover your hair and wear long rope blanket. And I asked him, how did he look like? Because he's in white, they have seen an angel. But when you listen to the voice, you should know. See, when we say know the word of God, it's not because we hate you. We are helping you to be master of voice identifications. The word of God is the standard. Even me, I can preach, I'll be preaching here now. If your spirit is, is well vexed with the word, there are some things I can say that you will not accept. Because you see, the spirit of God could have asked me to stop preaching for maybe the last past 20 minutes. And I can still go ahead preaching by the flesh. And so everything I'm saying, you measure it with the word of God. You're like, what is that they say? You are seeing me, Papa, in the name of Jesus. You know, it's what you know that makes the difference. Not what you wear. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Said the voice of Jacob. But the hands are the hands of Esau. May you not be deceived. I'm telling you, there are some prayers we are praying. Eh? It's without knowledge. You have already entered into a wrong move. Stop the prayer. Come out and learn, learn again. Come out and learn. That is why advice is important. Do you remember what we read on Friday in Proverbs? He says, when you are rebuked or corrected, it is unto you beautiful adornment. If I had listened to her, he discerned him because his hands were hairy and his brother Esau's hand. So he... So in Ghana, if you see this in your Bible, then you are looking at what are the blessings? Gold, diamond, silver, car, money. This one... This one is blessing for you. So let's follow. And he said, Are thou my very son Esau? His father was not sure. It means, Charlie, the deception was heavy. His spirit could tell this is not him. But the way he has disguised himself, may nobody disguise themselves to a point that you cannot tell. I told you, it can be even work. It is not every work that is yours. It is not every opening that is for you. It can be a tool of deception that you cannot tell that this thing will break me. Every door you enter. Every door you enter. One day you enter, you won't come out. Every opportunity is not for you. But every God-ordained opportunity is yours. You like money. So every opportunity, you are just going. One day you find yourself in cell. 
Because you might not have an idea of the people you are working with. Yes, you can end up saying, I'm not the one. They have used somebody's head. It's not me. But the point is, those who know you can tell. And before you come out of that matter, you, you have been destroyed. He said, are thou my very son? This is, this is Isaac talking. Isaac that has worked with God for several years. Isaac that knows God's voice. Yet, he has been so deceived. So deceived that he can't tell. He's praying for the person, but he's not sure in his spirit. Don't let people deceive you. And he said, bring it near to me. I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat. And he brought him wine, and he drank. Go on. And his father, Isaac, said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. It was a trick. He wanted to smell him. And he came near, and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of the field, of a field which the Lord had blessed. Why? Because Esau worked in the field. So he was smelling of the field. So when he smelt him, it was a trick. That is to tell you, before you plan, the devil has planned. Be careful. Be careful. He wanted to trick him. But the guy knew that, what if my father calls me and says, let me smell you. If the smell is not the smell of the field, he will know that, no, this is, this is a lie. But Jacob had put upon himself whatever, whether soil or sand or whatever. So that when his father smell him, now, he's, he's a spiritual man, Isaac. So the guy had to do everything possible to make sure that he outwits his father. So since he qualified, he released the blessing. Now, these are the blessings. Therefore, God give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty corn and wine. That's wealth. Let people serve you and nations bow to you. Be Lord over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Now, this should tell you, these are not the words of a father. I cannot ask Joshua's brothers to bow to Joshua. They are all my children. I will want to share accordingly. Is that correct? Yes, sir. But here, this is the spirit of God speaking because of what he had planned for Jacob. So it has nothing to do. Isaac was just opening his mouth. But the words were the words of God. Note it. He said, be Lord over your brethren. Is it not the same thing that happened to Joseph? His father was not really happy that he kept saying that his brothers will bow to him. His brothers were not. But little did he, Jacob, oh Jesus. Can I show you something? Just as he deceived his father, Isaac, God outwitted him. He never knew that Joseph was to fulfill prophecy. Because without Joseph, the story of salvation would not have been complete. Because Joseph had to rush to Egypt so that the children of Israel will be born in Egypt and become slaves. 
to fulfill God's plan of showing us salvation. So your father's desire for your life is not the same plan that God has for you. Hmm. So he went ahead. Joseph went ahead. Joseph said, I had a dream and I saw 12 stars. 11 stars were bowing down to 11, to the, to the one. And the Bible says, and his brothers were very angry. And what bothers me is that his brothers were, were um, manipulated by the devil. See, he says, I saw 12 stars. He didn't say, I saw a star and I saw moon. They were all stars. They were all stars. But Levin will bow. If he said, I saw a star and I saw moon or stone, then you have a problem. But here is the case. He says, we are all stars. We are all stars. But you see, in God's plan, wherever he has multitude, he will raise one as a coach for the rest. The, fact, the reason why I'm the head pastor here is because I am of the same body. We are all born again. But God took me out and said, I will use you to impart my people so they can grow. If today I'm not here, you, you all be sitting down there with nobody here if God doesn't raise another person. So from amongst us, God will raise another person to come and stand here and God will use the opportunity to tell them what he has to tell them. It doesn't make me bigger than you. It does not. This is the first lesson I learned in ministry. That the minister is never bigger than the people. It is just an opportunity, privilege. Are you with me? Yes, and let thy brothers, my dear sons, bow down to thee. Cursed be the one that cursed thee. Is it familiar? And blessed be the one that blessed thee. Is it familiar? Where is it coming from? His grandfather. Abraham. Not Abraham. Next one. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce, gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. May you never be late. May you never be late. Huh. And he also had made sovereign meat and brought it unto his father. And said unto his father, Let my father arise and eat of my of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. And his father said unto him, Who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn son. He didn't know he has changed the firstborn. And Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who, where is he that taketh the venison? And brought it to me, and I have eaten all before thou comest, and have yea, and ye, and he shall be blessed. I have blessed him, and he shall be blessed. This is an old man sitting about to die, and he says, I have blessed him, and he shall be blessed. Today, you are blessed. You don't believe that you walk in the manifestations of blessing. When your pastor tells you you are blessed, you don't believe. When Dan Gote comes here and say, you know, you will believe because you can see. See, your spiritual head and father is the one that nourishes your spirit. 
and your spiritual essence with God's reality. That is why if your parents cannot handle you, they will bring you to us. Because they have done physical things. It's not working. They know the problem is not physical. So then they will bring you to us. And when we begin to speak, there will be changes. Because we are touching the verities of you. Huh? It doesn't mean that you don't honor your biological parents. You honor them. And you honor your spiritual fathers as well. Hmm. You know why? Jesus didn't say that he will ask of your blood from your father. He said he will ask of your blood from me. Why not? For, did I give birth to you? <laughs> huh? You see now? But he said, honor your father and mother. That one do it. But you honor your spiritual father. There's a way to honor your spiritual fathers as well. How do you honor them? Galatians 6. He told you. Share every good thing with your teachers. Share every good thing. Galatians 6 verse um, 6. Read it everybody. One go. TPT. Go read This is how you honor them. So the te- if the teachers, those who are teaching the word of God, if they want to stand by this scripture, <laughs> they have right. So they're asking you, uh, you have not shared with me. <laughs> okay, message, read, one go. Uh-huh. When we teach you the word and you begin to see manifestation, you don't, you don't remember us. You only come and give us, oh, daddy, amazing. The way I see God, oh, daddy, daddy. WSI, oh, the word, the word, oh, it's working. It's working. Working, what about you? So you honor your spiritual people, fathers and mothers with every good thing. Oh, some things can stir some things. Yeah. But you see, on a more serious note, if you are called somebody as a spiritual father, make sure you share every good thing. Before you share with that your girlfriend, make sure you have thought about you have thought about you have thought about Now listen, if you are not able to do that now, don't be sad. It means that there is a revelation you have not caught yet. That is why we will keep teaching you, keep teaching you, keep teaching you until your mind will catch the thing. When your mind catches it, nobody will tell you. You will see an inflow. And when there is an inflow, you are glad to give. You are glad to give. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Your first fruit, those of you that you haven't done it, 
You know, we don't force it and come and announce that if you haven't given your first fruit, please come. Your tight, your name. Hey, Raju, I'm from by. Hey, oh, uh, sorry. Amma, <laughs> you have not. No, no. We don't do that here. Giving must be a free will. Because you see, I don't make money from here. That is why we are not supposed to burden you with our issues. If I don't believe in God taking care of me, I'll burden you with my issue. Can you see that? My, 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 my heartbeat is to teach you the word. When you grow, you will do the things you want to do. There are some of you, you want to, you want to decorate the place. You want to buy me five cars. You want to change instruments here. We know it's in your heart. And I, what's it? You buy me a car. Yeah. I know. I know. But the thing is that your manifestation is coming. You are not seeing it well. The day you catch that revelation, the thing will flow. And when it flows, boom. I'll be here. And you come and say, Daddy, here's the key for you. Uh, who am I talking to? Yeah, I'll be here and you come. I'll be here. Some of you will be here. I said, Daddy, please pack up your things. I want to show you somewhere. He said, this is your house. See, our one million auditorium, you guys are going to build it. You guys are going to build it. We will teach you until the thing comes out of your nose. It comes out of your mouth. You will see the reality of the word. Huh. I know you have a desire. Desires don't just come. Desires are released based on receiving. How do I know that? When ye pray, believe in your heart that you have received. If you can buy a car, you can buy a microphone foam today. It is an evidence <laughs> that you will do something. You can't buy a house now. You can buy one pack of water. This is how you walk by faith. It means you believe. It means you have received. Stop sitting there and say, I'm waiting when I blow. No. 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 When you, you will blow you yourself. Are you with me? Yes, Look at it. What therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire. When ye pray, believe that ye receive and ye shall have them. Okay? Yes, so when you hear you see that the microphone is not, you know, your pastor's microphone, yeah. Apart. <laughs> Then you talk to the sound guy, Charlie Way, I say, almost a thousand. So G52. Don't be disappointed. You are exercising your faith. You believe. You'll be amazed. So there's an evidence to these things. Don't take everything on you. Start small, small by believing. If it is one CD, you have a wish in your heart, a desire. Say, Lord, I want to buy that dear shoe. I wear expensive shoes, not because so you go and buy any. 
You will be happy to you. Your pastor looks good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you say, Lord, I want to give daddy a shoe. Lord, this is my one CD. I believe that I have received to give. So the evidence of your prayer is the one CD. You say, Lord, this is it. Not 2,000, not 5,000. Not 20 million. Because faith must be exercised. Faith must be stretched. Remember, faith adds evidence to the unseen. You have not seen the full money too, but your action, the faith, has add, is the evidence of the thing that you have not seen. What, do you know what it means? You will see it. So just wishing it in your heart without giving it an evidence is useless. So sometimes after teaching you on these things for a long time, then I will ask you, we want to do something. I want you to come for envelope. We don't, we do that. I do that once in a while. I want to see. Because when it comes, I ask them to check it. And then when we check it compared to previous years, we realize that there is an increase. Then I know that the people, something is working for them. If I realize that something is not working, you will hear me teaching and I'm going back talking about giving and faith. It means that somebody didn't get it right. Because once you understand it, it will be seen. If the churches will do this, nobody will blame the church as siphoning money from the people. All kinds of programs to make money. Because the person you are taking the money from has not gotten that revelation and understanding to make inflows come to them. How do they give what they don't have? And when he saw the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. Uh-huh. And he said, Thy brother came with subtlety and had taken away thy blessing. Hold on, please. Even Jacob is wrong here. Because something spiritual had taken place. Esau had the first born right. Which gave him the access for every first blessing. But because of a muscle of porridge, he decided to exchange the first born right for his stomach. So you see, we say that Jacob was a swindler. But I'm telling you, Jacob was not a swindler. It is Esau that is a swindler. He sold his, first, uh, his birthright, yet he wanted it back again. How do I know that? Go to Hebrews chapter 12. Okay. From verse um, 15 and 16. Somebody say, glory be to God. God. Just wave your hands and say, glory be to God. God. Say, glory be to God. Like, let it come out of your mouth. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Alright, he said, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness spring up, trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. That's another message. Yo. Do you know a mistake you can do today can affect many? You didn't see it. Go back. He said, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. 
lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, trouble you, and thereby. So what you are doing defiles many. The very mistake you do today can defile a lot of people just because you did it. In other words, the same thing, if you do something right, righteousness, it affects other people around you. So watch the things you do. Okay? Then the scripture we are looking for, verse 16, I want you to read one go. Look at it. God is confirming. The Holy Ghost is telling you that Esau sold the thing. So spiritually, there was a transaction. His birthright was sold to Esau, to Jacob, just because of a muscle of meat. Now, so indeed, the blessing is not for Esau. The reason why, as spiritual as Isaac is, he couldn't tell that his son was deceiving him because in the spirit, the blessing ought to go to Jacob because Isaac was not sure. He was not there when Esau sold his birthright. He was only going to bless because of firstborn. Can you see this? He cried with tears. Go on. For you know... For he ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, you see, was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. He cried. He wanted that thing again with tears, but he has sold it already. Maybe you might start off well, showing forth God's power and God's glory. Then all of a sudden, you enter into some act, fornication or something, or blah, blah, you know, lies, or, 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 or you know, distortion, something. Then you realize that now the thing can't move like before. You become like Esau. You become like Esau. Now, the, the Bible uses the word, it said profane. To sell something that is much valuable for something common. You are called a profane person. Do you understand prostitution? Or profanity? It is not just exchange of money. The Bible sees money as a mundane thing. Compared to your temple. God doesn't live in money. He lives in a man. He says your body is the temple of God. It is so sacred for God. Because when Jesus died, he bought your body. With his blood. Now, if you want to now exchange your body in fornication for money, it is to exchange spiritual endowment with the flesh. Are you listening? Can I read TPT or any other translation from verse 16? Be careful that no one amongst you live in immorality. Becoming what? Like Esau, who traded away his right as the firstborn for now, before this one, hold on. He had already told you something in verse 15. Hmm. 
watch over each other to make sure that no one misses the revelation of God's grace. If you put the word of the grace of God aside for any other doctrine, you are profane. You are profane. Watch over each other to make sure that no one misses the revelation of God's grace. And make sure no one lives with a root of bitterness sprouting within them which will only cause trouble and poison the hearts of many. So after making this one falling from the grace, then he gave it to you in perspective. When a man falls from grace, you leave the grace message to go and hear something else. You have become as profane. Look at the next one, verse 16. We are looking at it in context. He said, be careful that no one amongst you live in immorality. Becoming careless about God's blessings. Like Esau, who traded away his right as the firstborn for a simple meal. A simple meal. In other words, his right as firstborn was of so much value than a meal. He called it simple meal. Simple meal. That's because of some 2,000 Ghana city. You can decide to give out your value. Today, prostitution is not those by that stay by the road. If you are sleeping with anybody that gives you money, it's prostitution. It's prostitution. I told you, the reason why marriage was there, if you follow the scriptures, in First Corinthians chapter 7, the previous chapter in the last verse, that's when he told you that your body has been purchased. So for you to use your body well, get married, that is the order. So that you can start fooling. Can you see it? Please read. Uh-huh. 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 Use your body to bring glory to God because it was purchased with tears of blood. Our bodies were purchased with tears of blood. Look at my face. You are the one I'm talking to. Now, I'm telling you the essence of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the whole chapter of marriage. So he's saying that, therefore, use your body to bring glory. Use your body to bring glory. Then in chapter 7, verse 1, he said, now, for my response concerning issues you have been, you, you are, you've asked me to address, you wrote saying, is it proper for a man to live in celibacy? So you see why, where the scripture is coming from? Because they want to know. Maybe we are, we, our bodies have been bought. But there's something going through the body. Is it, can we live like this or we can do something? Now God, by the Holy Spirit, is trying to tell you that there is a way you can use your body where you don't err in the spirit. Do you know every physical action you do has spiritual consequence? Are you aware? God is a spirit. A spirit is telling you, don't fornicate. Fornication is a physical act. But the thing has spiritual impact. Do you see the difference here? So you are not just having pleasure. You are, there are a lot of things that are happening in the spirit realm. Just because of an act. 
In the same way, spiritual act can have a physical manifestation. So he said that because they have asked him a question. Is it proper for a man to live in celibacy? Go on quickly. Perhaps, but because of the danger of immorality. Because of what? The danger. Each husband should have sexual intimacy with his wife. And each wife should have sexual intimacy with his husband. So this is the rule of God on how to have sexual relations because of your body. Romans 12 1. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender yourself to God by his sacred and living sacrifices and live in holiness experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. King James. King James went straight to the point. I beseech you therefore brethren by the message of God that ye So you present your bodies because the body has been purchased with tears of blood. So you can't use your body like you want to. The only way you can use that your body and not to be like Esau is to get married. But you see, like I told you, every married person doesn't have self-control. Do you understand? You don't want to agree. Why did you get married? I'm not asking you. (laughs) Why did you get married? Because you don't have self-control. Because the passion. Do you understand? If I had self-control, then I don't need a woman in my house because I can, I have self-control. But once there is a woman in my house or a man in my house, it means I don't have self-control. And forever, I don't have self-control. What's it? Oh, come for a hiva tomorrow. The, the truth is, I, I say it as it is, you see. Now, the very thing that God says you should preserve your body for is what the devil is making it easy. Now, nakedness is, on, is everywhere. We call it the word sexy. Have you checked the definition? There is a mistake that can cost people. There is one mistake. It can cost many. There's one thing about sexual sin. It can stop flow for years. It can stop flow. It can stop things from flowing from you and things from flowing to you. It can. You see, whatever God has said, Satan didn't know the revelation. He sat down and heard us speak of it. And he got to know. When the people tell you Satan knows the word of God is a lie. He doesn't know. He only hears what we say. And he acts based on what we have said. How do I know that? Right from the beginning, he told them, has God said? To let you know, 
that Adam and Eve, they were not comfortable about that statement. They kept talking about it. When he quoted the scriptures to Jesus, it was because it was scriptures that I'm telling you. Satan doesn't know the word of God. And I've heard some men of God preach that Satan even knows the word of God more than some of you. It's a lie. He can't know more than you. You were born from the word. The word is inside you. Do you see the difference here? Why, would, why do we want to elevate the devil in line with God's word? It's not nonsense. You see a born, you see, because people don't know who the born again is. Satan knows the word of God more than there are some, some believers. That's the life from the pit of hell. It's like a, a dog that can wear clothes and can stand on two legs. It's more human than human beings. Can that be? One has a natural state. And that is the man. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.